Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 87, how to organize your mom life in two hours per week. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Today I'm excited about our topic, talking about organizing your mom life quickly. So we talk a lot about meal planning and meal prep around here, of course, and those things will open up so much time in your life when you begin to make them a habit. However, we don't talk enough about organizing your crazy, hectic mom life to make room for meal planning and for meal prep. The absolute biggest change you can make to your life as a mom, including putting homemade meals on the plate including putting homemade meals on the table more often, but also so much more, is to master planning sessions or power hours, as I like to call them. So in this episode, we're going to dig into planning sessions. What exactly is a planning session? What must they include? What types of planning sessions do you need to master all of the tasks in your life? So let's dig into that first question. What's a planning session? It's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's when you take the time to sit down and plan out exactly what you want your day, your week, your hour to look like um, and what you want to accomplish with your time. And they are so essential to peaceful, organized life as a mom. And in all honesty, your meal prep or meal planning is probably not going to be very effective if you're not doing this effectively first. So while we spend a little bit more time focusing on the meal planning and meal prep, this is honestly in many ways more important. And for me, I find that mealtime is completely on autopilot when I am performing my planning sessions Well, because it's all written down, every little task I have to do is documented, and then all I have to do is work that plan, rather than trying to remember all of the intricate steps to mom life, which there are a lot of them, right? So that's what a planning session is. Nothing crazy. What planning sessions do you need to be able to master all of the tasks in your life. Um, In my life, I have four different types of planning sessions that I try to include in my life every single week. And this is going to take an estimated two hours per week, which is where that number came from, from the title of the episode. So what are the four types of planning sessions that you need to master to master all of these mom tasks in your life? The first type is a personal weekly planning session. This one is probably the most important. So for me, this session takes roughly 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how busy my week is or how organized I've been the past weeks. And this is where you're going to plan everything that you personally, as the mom, 
need to get done in that particular week. The second type is a family weekly planning session. And this one can take anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes, again, depending either on how busy your family is or how wordy and chatty they are or how hard it's going to be to get through that session. But this shouldn't be a crazy long session. The third type is a couple's weekly planning session. This one should be shorter, especially if you've, especially if you've done your family weekly planning session, um, because it's just a place to touch base with your spouse and make sure that you guys are on the same page and making everything happen. And the last type of planning session is a personal daily. Um, And sometimes, honestly, I try to do two personal dailies, one in the morning and one in the evening. And these should be very quick, five, 10 minute at most planning sessions, just to make sure that you are working that plan appropriately. So these are more of an evaluation than they are of like a deep planning session um, and a time to tweak and adjust from that personal weekly planning session. So those are the four different types that will help you completely organize your mom life and you will feel so much less stress less overwhelm when you make these things happen every single week. Maybe you've, so maybe you've considered doing planning sessions before. Maybe you have, but you're not exactly sure what you need to talk about. um, If that's a family planning session or even what you should be considering for your own personal planning session. And let me just say that planning is really interesting because there's always like levels. You can always go deeper and deeper and deeper. And how deep you go into planning is really up to you. Depending on your personality, you might not be a big planner and want to just plan the basics. But as you get more into this habit, I recommend planning pretty deeply. For example, in my personal daily plans, I plan every meal and snack for the day. For me personally, I plan exactly what my workout's going to look like. I plan down to the hour what I'm going to do. And when I say that, it's not necessarily every single hour, but in general, I have an hourly daily schedule so that I'm always doing what I intend to be doing, right? I find that any time spent planning is time well spent. So going deeper into the planning for me is always helpful. But like I said, I know we've got lots of levels of personalities out there. And also if you're just starting out, you might want to keep it a little bit more basic and surface level. But I'm going to give you a little outline right here of exactly what you should include. These are kind of like the must-haves and you can always go deeper, like I said, but you'll really want to include these things to make sure that your personal weekly planning session is everything that you want it to be. Grab a notebook so you can write these down. Uh, These are the questions I want you to ask yourself during your personal planning session. You're obviously going to need some kind of place to keep track of this. I recommend a planner, of course, um, and I have an episode that I'll drop a link to about planners to help you pick one. Um, But if you don't have a planner, just grab a composition notebook and get writing. Um, And this is what I want you to ask yourself for that personal planning session. The first thing I want you to ask yourself is an evaluation. So if this is your very first week, you can skip the first question. But as you do this week to week, Um, I want you to include both of these questions. So the first question is what went well last week? And the second question is what do you want to do better this week? So this 
is kind of like setting your intention for the week before you dig into all the mundane and less exciting things that you have to worry about. Okay. So starting with this evaluation really helps you to set the mood, set your intention. The next thing I want you to ask is what appointments and commitments do you have this week? So this is where you're getting those concrete things written out that you absolutely have to do. So this is not, I have an appointment with myself to clean the bathtub. This is, you know, I have to meet my daughter's school teacher on this day. This is, we have gymnastics on this day. This is, I have a doctor's appointment at this time. So these are concrete events at concrete times. And this is one of my favorite things to ask myself with regards to meal planning. Because when I see days with a lot of appointments and a lot of commitments, I know that it's going to be a lot harder for me to get my normal meal prep done those days. So I know that those are days that I need to use a freezer meal or an easier meal or make sure that I've had a really good meal prep session at the beginning of the week so that I can get that meal made even if my day is full of appointments and commitments. The next thing to ask yourself during your personal planning session is what do you absolutely have to get done this week? And I recommend keeping the number of tasks that you absolutely have to get done to three. And if you're finding that that's just not possible for you, I would consider cutting back somewhere if you can. I just find that three is a really good number of have tos that I can actually accomplish. And again, obviously this is going to depend on how big these tasks are. Um, Really big tasks versus smaller tasks, but try to keep your absolute have to get done's to three for the week. The next question is what would you like to get done this week? Um, Because while I find it really helpful and empowering to keep my must do's um, minimal so that I'm, you know, actually making progress on my goals, I'm doing what I set out to do. There are also many times that I find myself with extra time. And if you don't have a plan for your extra time, that extra time tends to get wasted. So by having a must do and a would like to do list, you're able to balance both. You're able to really make progress towards your goals without guilt, because like I said, you only have three things to accomplish but you're also able to know exactly what you can work on if you find yourself with extra time. So that's the next thing you ask yourself is what would you like to get done this week and make a list of that. I like to do specific planning for my meal plan and my meal prep at this time as well. So I would go ahead and schedule a time to do my grocery shopping for the week. Um, Once I've kind of gone through all of these to-dos that we talked about, the appointments, the have-to-dos, the like-to-dos, I can see at a glance kind of what my week is looking like. And at that time, it's appropriate to make my meal plan for the week because I understand what kind of time crunches I will be on. So I would also make my meal plan at this time, plan a day to go grocery shopping, And if I'm going to have a meal prep day, I would go ahead and schedule that as well. I don't meal prep at the same time on the same day every single week. Generally, it's on a Sunday afternoon or a Monday morning, but sometimes it comes later just depending on 
that schedule. So it's really important to plan your meal plan, plan your meal prep around your life instead of the other way around. And so I go ahead and ask myself those questions and plan the meal planning and meal prep after I plan the week. The last thing you should do during your personal planning session is schedule your next planning session. For planning sessions, I actually do have them at a recurring time. I do them every Sunday afternoon. Um, But if your life is a little bit busier, you don't always have like a set time that you can sit down to do it. It's really important that you plan when it's going to happen next week so that this can be a recurring habit. So there's that for personal planning sessions. What about a family or a couple planning session? What should that look like? So it's going to be really, really similar. And again, I think it would be important to ask your family what went well for us last week? What could we have done better? This is particularly important if you have older kids. Um, I probably would save this question for a couple's planning session in my family just because my kids are young enough. But I do think that evaluation really helps this process to become fine-tuned so that you really are accomplishing exactly what you want to as a mom. After you've done some evaluation... You ask the very same question in the family planning session that you would in a personal, and you find out what appointments and commitments everyone in the family has this week. And sometimes that's going to affect you, um, and other times not really, but it's important to know. I suggest having a big calendar that you can display where everybody can see it. And then you know that even though your Tuesday was looking pretty clear that your kids have science fair or other things that are going to take your energy. So once again, this comes in really handy when you're meal planning or really doing any kind of planning for what you get to do as a mom, because you will know what time is being taken by those in your family. So you get everybody's appointments and commitments on paper. The next thing to ask is, What projects or assignments do you have that you will need help with this week? This is particularly for children, but again, this could be a chance to talk with your spouse as well about what big things are going on that will require multiple people in the family to sacrifice time toward so that you're aware of that. The third thing to ask is what family activities and events do we have planned or want to plan this week and when we will do them. So, We try to do kind of one family adventure every week and one date night. So this would be a time to plan out what would be a good time and what you would like to do and to get that on the schedule. Uh, The last thing that I find really helpful is to have a kitchen helper every single day um, just to make mealtime happen. If your kids are older, you can have this kitchen helper completely make the meal. If they're younger, they can just be someone that is there helping you with little tasks, helping it get done faster. And obviously, most importantly, teaching your kids those valuable skills. So I would go ahead and schedule a kid to help with dinner every single night um, and rotate that that way. And then the last thing I would ask, and this, this template really works for both family and couples planning sessions. I wouldn't really change much about it aside from potentially doing it twice with both your family and your spouse. 
um, just to be sure that everything is coming together. But the last question is, how can we best support each other to get this all done? So just kind of getting everyone thinking about the kind of week they're going to have and what kind of support each individual is going to need and what kind of support each individual can offer to make the house run smoothly. Okay, so those are the two different types. So that covers the first three types of planning sessions that we talked about, personal weekly, family weekly, and couple weekly. The last type that I find invaluable is a personal daily planning session. And like I said, this is really more of an evaluation and an opportunity to tweak and an opportunity to clarify maybe from your weekly list of must-dos and would like-to-dos and getting those actually scheduled on a day. So for a personal daily session... I'm going to review from my weekly checklist to see what still needs to happen. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make a top three tasks for that day. Um, And like I said, you want this to be based on that weekly planning session so that you make sure that you're actually doing what you set out to accomplish at the beginning of the week. But this can just be more specific, maybe smaller tasks that are helping you reach a bigger goal that's one of your weekly top threes or things that have come up through the week or things to catch up. So you're going to create a today's top three. And once again, you can create an other to-do list that's a would-like-to-do list. And if you want to get more detailed, this is where you could do an hourly schedule or a block schedule, which if you're not familiar with block scheduling, this is really common among moms. It's where you schedule, instead of using time, you use natural breaks in your day, um, which for me, and I know for many of you, this is going to be similar, but maybe a little bit different. I would have an early morning block, which is time that's just spent with myself before the kids get up. And I would have a preschool block, which is while my son's at preschool, my daughter's at school, and my youngest is still home. Then I would have a quiet time block, which is when we've eaten lunch, and this is mom time yet again. Then we have an afternoon block, which usually is a pretty busy block with kids because all the kids are home and we're doing homework, we're doing chores, that kind of thing. And we would have a dinner block dinner bedtime block, which again is pretty busy, not going to be a time that you're getting a lot of extra things done or a bedtime block. So though that's just kind of a general block schedule. Yours could look different depending on stages of life your kids are in, but you could do a block schedule every day or just an hourly schedule. I found that I prefer the hourly schedule just because my days don't always line up exactly like I expect. So I prefer the hourly thing. And again, this is optional. Just doing a daily top three and an other to-do list will be massive in helping you accomplish what you set out to each day. But if you're looking to go deeper, go ahead and add those in. And once again, on your personal daily planning session, I want you to evaluate. And this is the reason why sometimes I do two personal dailies, one in the morning where I plan and one in the evening where I evaluate. 
So in the evening, I would just evaluate what went well for that day and what I want to do better tomorrow. So these planning sessions fully outlined for you and will truly, truly make the biggest difference in just two hours a week and how much you can accomplish as a mom and honestly just in how you feel as a mom because you will not feel like you're running from place to place and kind of have that hot mess mom feel. You'll feel calm and collected and like your tasks are manageable because they're all laid out on paper in a way that's doable and understandable. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this is helpful. I hope you took your notes. If not, go back and listen again. Take your notes on what these planning sessions should look like. And let me know if you have planning session advice or things you always plan for each week that really help you to accomplish all that you need to and hope to accomplish in your mom life. Next time... Next week, we're going to talk about meal prep again, and we are going to go over my four favorite harvest soups to meal prep and how I do it, uh, because soup is like the absolute best thing to meal prep. It's the absolute best thing to eat in the fall. Super easy way to get your vegetables in. And if you're like me, you are getting overwhelmed with all of the harvest Coming in, I don't even have a garden and I'm overwhelmed by the harvest because of all of the loving gifts for my neighbors and friends. So we're going to talk about soups, four different soups you can meal prep and freeze for your easiest dinners ever this fall. Thanks again for listening, friends. Until next week, happy planning. Happy planning.